Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And we broadcast and live after uh, Kentucky's very impressive win over Georgia at home. Kentucky uh, won, ended up winning 105-96. to They probably could have stretched it out a little more than that. They did end up uh, finishing the game a little sloppy. But um, overall, man, they look really dominant tonight. And of course, everybody, you know, we're going to get into it. Big Z is free. Miles, he's free. He's finally free. And um, man, he came to play, man. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, you know, I, I had done a, a profile video on Big Z, so I definitely uh, thought Big Z could be something special. Um, you know, I, I thought he had some game, but I didn't think it was going to be like this. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't think that he was going to come right in and look this good. And, I mean, he looked real good. Like, I, I know I'm trying to stop myself from just jumping all the way out the window um, but man, I mean, the kid was helping us on defense and we still had a bad defensive game overall. Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, that's Kentucky's biggest weakness is just the defense. Uh, they just give up too many baskets, too many easy baskets. But I mean, cause I think, uh, let me see. They had, they let, uh, Georgia shoot 50% from the field. Georgia got 26 rebounds. So we still got to work on the defense for sure. But Big Z definitely gave us a boost on D. He was active, you know. I just I just want our big men to just stay active. Like, just get in the way, push people around, fly after loose balls, fly after block shots, crash the glass. Big Z actually... um. You know, he actually, uh, he might be a little too aggressive right off the bat. I mean, he's throwing elbows at people. Uh, Big Z wasn't playing around. Uh, he's hanging on the rim, getting technical fouls. So we got to, um, you know, we got to uh, gotta work on Big Z a little bit. But his effort was crazy. Uh, I actually think he sparked uh, some of the other players because I feel like just when he came in the game and he started hooping, I think it just made everybody else relax a little bit. Everybody seemed to play a lot better. Um, yeah, my my partner Big A says uh, Big Z looks like the best of the seven footers already. Um, he does, and and I think it it's going to help the other two honestly because I think now with this added depth to the roster, I think Calipari is going to feel comfortable playing. Bradshaw and Anyenzo together and um he ain't gonna have to worry too much about foul trouble um you know he he's gonna he's gonna have a lot of options man this this really helped uh beef up the roster um I feel way more confident now than I did and I I still felt confident um but you know I feel extremely confident that they can play with anybody in the country now if that's really like if we're going to get something close to that every single game, um, they're going to be tough. Uh, Big A said, definitely looks like the most skilled. Nah, he really does. I wasn't expecting him to be as good of a shooter right off the bat like that. You know, I I had been hearing things, you know, like 
I had heard the little rumors that they were saying that um, he might have been the best shooter on the team. Um, but I wasn't really trying to buy into it too much because when I watched the video of Bradshaw shooting the jumpers, um, you know, when he was warming up in that one game, Bradshaw looked crazy shooting the jumper. So, you know, I know these guys when they when they just shooting around and, you know, no pressure, a lot of them probably shoot really well. So I was waiting to see what Big Z did in the game time, and um, he didn't disappoint. I mean, Big Z was hooping so much that it actually overshadowed Reed Shepard because Reed Shepard had a, a hell of a ball game tonight. Um, but like I said, I just like uh, – I feel like he just helped the whole entire roster uh, be a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more confident, even uh, Bradshaw. Bradshaw – I mean, not Bradshaw, I'm sorry, Edwards – Edwards is the one to me that looks like he's still trying to learn the game more. Um, I think he's he's thinking, trying to think his way through the game a little bit right now. Uh, and I think eventually, you know, I, I think they still got him ranked in the top 10 in the draft. So they, they see the potential that he has. Um, but I think it's just going to take him a little bit of time. But I think eventually he is going to get it. But even he looked a little bit more comfortable tonight. I feel like this is just going to take a lot of pressure off a lot of these guys. So um, I feel like collectively he he made the team better. Like um, it was shocking to me. Uh, Mark Roberts said Z looking good. Yeah, he he looked way better than I thought he was going to look. Um, Straight facts said other than letting up off the gas, this was impressive. Z is a pro. Have to stay healthy. Uh, stay healthy if they do this team should make a real run that's how I'm feeling um like I said I'm trying not to jump all the way out the window but like when I'm watching Big Z I'm like man he probably gonna get drafted in the top five um he's everything that I thought that um Bradshaw was gonna be able to do right off the bat um because but Bradshaw, I don't think can handle the ball like Big Z. Big Z kind of be willing and dealing a little bit like that little spin move. And I ain't going to lie, I don't think Big Z got fouled on that play. But that little spin move he did when he went up and tried to dunk, man, that's that's a top five draft pick move right there. Uh, but with the shooting ability, he might need to get a little bit more physical. And I mean, not like throwing elbows physical, but just look, play a little bit more physical. Um you know, but I think I think he's going – if he gets any better than that, man, it's going to be crazy because, I mean, that's that's with him not having no game experience over here. So, um, yeah, Big, Big Z is definitely a top five pick in my opinion. Uh, Mark Roberts said, better learn how to put the teams away. You ain't lying about that, though. That's the part that kind of scares me is even in a game like this, they still end up giving up 96 points. And um, I had been uh, making some posts in a Facebook group uh, where I was telling people, I said, I think Kentucky 96 could be any team in uh, college basketball history. And I might have been doing too much right there. But the reason why I was saying that is because if you go back and look at it, I think um, they averaged around 90, 91 points a game, but they only gave up 69 points on uh, defense. And they av the average margin of victory was 22 points a game. So you want to talk about stepping on a team's neck and not letting up. That 96 Kentucky team was the blueprint of that as far as basketball that I've seen. And um, I think in the tournament, when they won the championship, they ran through the tournament and outscored the tournament by like 122 or 129 points. 
So if we can get this team to get to that point where they hungry on defense, because these boys can score. Um, you know, they scored 105 points, and I feel like not everybody even really got off like they normally do. Um, so if they can – if they can just lock in on defense, man, they could just be so scary, man. But they, yeah, uh, they got to learn how to, um, they got to learn how to put teams away. Straight facts said Cal could platoon with this team. Originally, when I uh, when I seen the roster before, you know, just when I was looking at the kids that we had recruited, I was thinking maybe run the platoon, but I don't think Cal's ever gonna do that again. Um, he could potentially run some platoonish type teams, but. I feel like with this team, there's, you know, there there might be moments where some of these guys are not playing that great. And um, I think he kind of likes the way he's doing his rotations right now because he, he kind of got that spark coming off the bench, like when Reed and um, Dilly come in the game. And now you're probably going to be adding Big Z to that. So they're going to have three killers coming off the bench now. Um, but it, honestly, I think Big Z should start. But I feel like Calipari is not going to do that because he's trying to make sure – that he keeps everybody engaged. He doesn't lose the players like he, you know, he's lost a couple of guys over the last couple of seasons, whether, you know, deservingly so or not. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to keep a lot of these guys happy. And I think right now he has a good control over that part of the uh, team. So I don't think he's going to mess with it too much. But, um, you know, if they can just lock in on defense, they're going to be crazy. Uh Mal said Trey Reed and Reeves had a good game. Yeah, they Trey uh Trey was doing his thing. Um and that's the that's the crazy thing is, you know, Reeves, you know, he looked a little bit he was he was probably the most aggressive one. So you could easily notice him trying to you know, get buckets and stuff like that. But uh, Reeves made a couple of plays for some other people, which like I said, like I always say, I want to see Reeves making plays because I know he's gonna score and stuff like that. But um Definitely, um, uh, Trey and, and Shepard, they games, you know, they got overshadowed and they play excellent, uh, just cause Big Z was hooping so much. Yeah, it was, uh, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, Miles, we need to do better on that. Could have been 105 to 76, but glad we won. Yeah, um, we could have, we should have beat them by 30, um, definitely should have at least beat them by 20 but we could have if we would have really been locked in we could have we could have 30 pieced them easily but that's just like i said that's the weakness with this team is they just ain't locked in yet defensively they got all of these seven footers now um we got to be able to you know we got to be able to probably get our our defense to and, and look they had six blocks today um you know, they had 29 rebounds, but we still, I think we could do better than that. Um, they had 10 steals, you know, but they did end up having 13 turnovers, but they had 27 assists. So we still, even though, you know, we had six blocks and things like that, we just can get so much better on defensively. And if we was to get to the point where we could hold teams under 80 like that, low 70s range i would easily jump out the window and say they're gonna win the championship but um i just gotta wait and see how much they improve on that martin roberts said 96 to georgia is pathetic now nah, it really is um 
And Miles said they got 33-plus free throws, and Kentucky had 16. Yeah. And, you know, some of that could have been the referees letting them get back in the game and hang around. But they got to learn to be able to shut teams down without fouling. Like I said, they let them shoot 50% from the field. So they got to just, you know, they just got to lock in and figure it out. There's a, There was a lot of times where they were getting lost um, when Georgia was doing the out-of-bounds plays and they was leaving the basket wide open. And that's just some of the things that, that you feel like is common sense. But um, they just ain't seeing it yet. And, you know, they turning their backs to the basket a lot and uh, just allowing Georgia to get some easy buckets. So they, they have to clean that stuff up because if they start playing better quality teams, they're going to get torched doing that. So we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, I was definitely excited uh, with every other aspect of the game except for that. With Z looking this good in his first game, very comfortable looking on the floor, can Cal still have Edwards using up a starting spot and starters minutes? Oh, man. I'm not going to lie to y'all. As much as I think Edwards probably... Now, I'm going a, I'm to a fall back off this. I used to say definitely DJ and Edwards should come off the bench. But DJ actually been playing pretty good. Um, you know, he he may make a couple mistakes here and there, but overall DJ is playing good enough to where like I can I can be okay with DJ uh starting. Yeah, maybe some games you might say Dilly should play a little bit more than than DJ, but overall I'm cool with DJ. But Edwards is just the one that I feel like um He's just still learning, and he's he's probably the furthest behind right now. He may have the most upside, maybe. Well, after I seen Big Z, I probably can't say that anymore. But he still has a lot of upside. So when he learns the game, he'd probably be good. But um, right now at Kentucky, he's probably the furthest behind. But I still just think, you know, like I said, I don't think Calipari's going to change that. Um, he may end up cutting his minutes back. But I don't think he's going to change the fact that he starts the game. Because um, I think he likes coming off the bench with the firepower. And now he's going to have three guys that are going to come in the game. And, and that might be his three that just start going crazy. Uh, so I don't know what he's going to do about that. <laughs> Robert said they made Raheem look like Jason Tatum. <laughs> Coach Ty said running up and down the court is good, but if if you can't guard in March, you go home early in the postseason. It's half-court game. They need to tighten up. Yeah, most definitely. Um, they got to tighten up big time um, because they will They will get beat. And, uh, you know, I definitely got to see this team get to the at least the Elite Eight to feel good. Um, I'm thinking Final Four or a championship or bust, but at least – they got to get to the Elite Eight, and they aren't going to do that if they don't learn to guard people because, like Ty said, they're going to slow the game down in March because um, they know Kentucky can score points, so they're going to try to limit the time of possession that Kentucky has the ball. Like That's probably the, the best way to beat them. You're going to have to slow them down. going to have to keep them uh, to where they just don't have enough time to score 100 points. Uh, they averaging like 90-something, I think. So you're going to have to limit the possessions that they have. Teams are going to start probably trying to run through the shot clock as much as they can. 
uh, and force Kentucky to guard, you know, through the whole shot clock. And um, that could cause them problems if uh, if they don't, you know, if they don't get it together. But they got a lot of stuff on film tonight that I think that they can uh, look at to try to focus on next week in practice. Um, you know, yeah, and they were talking about, uh, I see Scott said, Z with the technical fouls. Yeah, like, I had mentioned that a little bit earlier, but, um, like, I like that Z was aggressive and, you know, different things like that. But I, I need him to learn how to play aggressive within the limits of the game. Like, um, be more aggressive when you're blocking out maybe um, when you, uh, you know, trying to go get some blocks. But, you know, I, I think he just got a little too excited, um, hung on the rim. And I think that's just a, a quick little conversation that can be had. And I think he'll understand, you know, some of that might be like, from him transitioning from playing in Croatia to playing in America might just, you know, it might just been his natural instinct. I ain't for sure what the rules are over there. So maybe it's not a technical if you hang on the rim. So maybe he just got to, you know, rework some of his natural instincts. But, um, yeah, the elbow. Um, now, I this is what I say about the elbow. I like the fact that he didn't let somebody try to bully him, right? So the guard was, you know, pushing him and stuff like that. Like, I like that, you know, he didn't cower up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that he was showing Georgia, like, man, you, you're you not going to bully me out here. But I don't want him throwing elbows and getting technical fouls because you can end up hurting somebody and get suspended or, you know, at the at the very, you know, least, you could probably cost us a game doing some foolishness like that. So, we got to just, uh, you know, talk to Big Z, calm him down a little bit and tell him to focus on the positive stuff. Um, and then I think he'll be fine. Kevin said, Cal can play two big men. Yeah, I, th I think he got um, – I feel more comfortable now. I was loving the small ball lineup, um, but I feel more comfortable now with him going to two big men um, because, like I said – I think Trey and Big Z are going to play well together. I think they both have good enough instincts that they're not going to get in each other's way. Uh, they both can stretch the floor or they can play around the basket. So I think they'll be fine. And then I think it'll give time for uh, Bradshaw and Anyenzo to find their way um, and have not so much pressure on them because a lot of times if if Bradshaw or Anyenzo's in the game, they don't have anybody else down there to helping them to rebound or defend the paint. And they kind of – I feel like they both kind of need another person down there to really get in there and grind and bang with them. So, hopefully it'll work out better for all four of the big guys, um, including Mitchell. You know what I'm saying? So, I definitely uh, like seeing two big men now because Kentucky just has the length and it just – it's noticeable out there now. So, I, I definitely like it. I like, I like what I was seeing as far as that's concerned. We gave up a lot of points, yeah. That's that's what it um you know, that's the scary thing, like we've been saying. Giving up too much points, uh letting teams shoot fifty percent from the field, twenty six rebounds. So yeah, we definitely gotta work on that. Ryan Fields said Edwards is holding us down. He needs to come off the bench. Yeah, like, you know, he he does need to come off the bench, but I don't think he will. And this is one of the things that I think may be tough going forward for Coach Cal. I think 
it's going to be tough now because now that you have all of this NIL business, um, you know, when these kids have deals with these big corporations and we're not really sure if these corporations are giving these universities money or whatever the case may be. I know, I think, um, you know, obviously DJ's the face of Nike's new uh, brand, Nocta, that they partnered with Drake. So you know they ain't going to put DJ on the bench because Nike probably like, hey, that's the face of our brand. Like, he got to play. So, um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Bradshaw has a partnership deal with New Balance. So I know New Balance is not as big of a company as Nike, but if you go down the rabbit hole and look at who all, you know, New Balance probably has parent companies that big corporations. So you just never really know what's going on with that type of situation. I feel like it could be, you know, Cal might have his hands tied in some situations when he has these kids that had these deals and he might have pressure to, to start and play and try to promote these kids. So, I hope that's not the case. I hope that doesn't affect what he does, but you you just don't know. You know what I mean? And I feel like maybe that might be the case with Bradshaw. But also, it could just be that he just wants to keep Bradshaw's confidence up because, like, today I don't really think Bradshaw played good, but I do feel like he played a little more comfortable where he didn't feel as much pressure. And, um, like I said, I think um, – you know, Big Z took a lot of pressure off of everybody, and it kind of just collectively made everybody look a little better as far as I'm concerned. Um, Daryl Bradshaw's, I mean, my bad. Daryl Williams said, uh, UK with the cash money. Man, I'm, like I said, I'm trying to keep myself from jumping all the way out the window and saying we hang in number nine. But I feel like we're going to hang number nine. But it's just these defensive issues that's just keeping me. If these if these guys could play defense, like if they could hold guys to the low 70s, I wouldn't have no problem right now with just booking it, like stamp it. We win in the championship. But I got to see in the next couple of weeks if they can improve that. Because if we go into the tournament right now and I just have to depend on us scoring 100 points a game to win the championship, it could happen. It might, but at some point they probably gonna have a game where they only score eighty something. And we know they're gonna give up eighty. So, you know. Mal said the Georgia player hung on the rim but no technical. Yeah, I think uh maybe at, at some points in the game, I think the referees was, you know, they was they was giving Georgia a little bit of a shot, so who knows? Straight facts have to get a dude Thero back. Man, I really don't know what's going on with a dude Thero. Um, people that follow my show know last year I did an episode, if y'all remember, where uh, there's a guy that I was cool with that gets a little bit of inside information, and he fed me a little something. He told me a dude Thero is just going through growing pains, and that's probably why he was missing some games and, you know, different things like that. And um and then when I posted the episode, a dude's father came on there and basically told me like, "Your source is bullshit, man." Like, and I don't know if he was just saying that because maybe he felt like I was putting 
I was putting like something out there about his son that could potentially negatively affect him. Maybe, maybe he was thinking about transferring at one point and he didn't want it to look like, like, you know, I know nobody's really watching my show like that anyways, but you just never know. Maybe he just didn't want it to look like, um, his son was injury prone, uh, in case he was leaving. So I don't know what's going on with a dude. Um, Andrew said Thero's out for the year. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Like I, like I said, I'm completely lost on that. So if that's really the case, um, it kind of makes sense because at this point, um, you know, I don't know. Six games in a row is kind of wild. So who knows, man? Ryan Field said, "Run the platoon when the dude gets back for the tournament." Miles said, "We have eleven to twelve starters." Miles, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know if if all if the whole entire team could start for most teams in the SEC, but I do think we got about like six to eight that probably could. Um, so I feel very confident now, especially um, you know, of course we need to do back, but. With Big Z, I feel like, you know, he's going to help on the boards. Uh, he definitely helps scoring. But, you know, that's that's the thing that I liked about a dude. I felt like he was bringing that toughness around the basket. Like, he was going to go in there. And even though he's not, you know, he's not a seven-footer or whatever. But he was banging, you know, on the glass. Uh, so, and he was just playing hard on defense. So, that's one of the things that I definitely uh, – was missing about a dude, but I think Big Z will help cover some of that uh, unless, you know, hopefully till he gets back. Or uh, Andrew said uh, Matt Jones said that a dude's out for the year. So, you know, he probably – if he said that, that's probably true because, um, you know, he's plugged in over there. So it, it might be a wrap for a dude. Do I think we can still win if he don't play? It's possible. Uh I just, you know, I, I would like to have him there just because, like I said, he definitely gives us, you know, a little bit of an edge around the bucket, gives us a little bit of toughness uh, on defense that, you know, we ain't completely developed with everybody yet. So that's unfortunate if that's the case. But I do still think that we have a chance. Um, just maybe it took it down just a little bit. Andrew said Edwards sucks stop giving him the benefit of the doubt he will get drafted he knows but he should transfer now I don't I still like having him on the squad though um because I'm gonna tell you the reason why you know even even when DJ was playing bad in the beginning of the season you would see little flashes here and there DJ would make certain moves and you like all right he might not be putting it together yet, but, like, you can just see something's there. And maybe I'm tripping, but I still do see that in Edwards. There's still certain points where if he gets the ball in certain spots, he can be uh, decently dominant. Like, if he gets, you know, slashes to the basket, he does have the ability to go up and finish strong. Like, with two hands, he can dunk on people. You know what I'm saying? He got a little bit of that in him. So... I think I don't want him to transfer. 
I just want the minutes to be scaled down um, unless he's balling. You know what I'm saying? If he's if he's having one of them games where he's getting busy, then let him ride. Uh, let him ride it out. Let him rock. But, um, you know, I, I, he still got the talent. So I, I just I, I hope that he learns that, you know, I was talking to talking to my guy, Big A. And, and one of the things that that sucks for Kentucky fans is that we depend on freshmen the majority of the time. But with them being freshmen, we don't ha- ever have time to see them develop. So the best we're going to get is one year out of most of these kids. So we can't, you know, we can't win if they still playing like freshmen. Like, they got to be playing – the same level as upperclassmen because that's who they're going to run into in the tournament. They're going to have to beat upperclassmen. Uh, last year in the Final Four, it was a lot of teams that just had a lot of veterans on the squad. So that's what you're going to have. If you win the championship, you're going to have to beat probably two teams in the Final Four that's full of veterans. So, um, yeah, uh, we need Edwards to pick it up. <laughs> Big A said, I'm definitely tripping. Edwards is not a D1 starter. He's not a D1 starter. I, I agree with you. At least not a high major. Um, but like I said, I'm just being honest. Like, you know how Calipari just doesn't play zone? Like, I'm just being honest. Like, he's going to play man-to-man defense. So there's no point of me even trying to fight that. Like, he's... I feel like he's just going to start Edwards. Um, so I'm I'm trying not to, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not even trying to get into that. Like, I believe he is going to continue to start him. Uh, but I just hope that he scales his minutes back so that it doesn't hurt the team. You know what I'm saying? He's got so many options now that he never really needs to continue to play somebody if they playing bad. Um, give somebody a breather here and there. Yeah, but you got, you got firepower, so really don't you know you don't have to ride it out with somebody if they playing bad so hopefully you know he'll make the right decision when it's time to be made but i think he's going to continue to start him we'll see though mal said he did send him against mississippi state yeah so hopefully um like i said hopefully he'll make he'll make the right decision we just gotta wait and see man but you know you know cal be stubborn man he be stuck in his ways uh to the point um where he definitely uh, has, you know, he's upset a lot of us by some of the decisions, uh, not playing certain players or not trying different defenses, um, staying with certain offenses, uh, you know. So we'll see. We'll see what he does. But I definitely like that um, he's got, you know, he's got more options than he's had in a while uh, as far as guys that can contribute. Um not really playing anybody outside of Edwards that I feel like um and man it sounds it sounds like I'm just shitting on Edwards like some sometimes like tonight I don't think he hurt us um I just think you know other guys help a little more so that's how I feel about that <laughs> uh Junker said Edwards is good but not Kentucky good yeah, I think I think Edwards is, you know, I think he was ranked high because of his potential. Um, 
but he's like I said, he's he's had the most trouble with figuring it out right now. So hopefully, uh, you know, he got a couple more weeks. He got to get it together. Devontae said, yes, sir, Big Z did his thing. Big Z was killing. Uh, like I said, I, I don't want to jump out the window right now, but Big Z was looking like a top five draft pick. Um, and I might, you know, I might could have even went a little higher than that, but I'm just trying to keep myself grounded in a little bit of reality. But I feel like Big Z, uh, if he's going to produce anywhere close to that, for the rest of his time at Kentucky, he might uh, be working his way up, maybe even to top three, to maybe even number one when he's done. Uh, he got he looked like he got a lot of potential, so we'll see how that continues to go. Um, Kenneth, uh, Kenneth Johnson, what's up, family? Uh, he said every year Cal has his guys that he gives longer leases to. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, he definitely does. He fought. Uh, Cal fought with with the you know benching severe, severe Wheeler for as long as he possibly could. He, I know that one hurt Cal because I know he loves Severe, uh, and he tried everything he could to keep Severe in that lineup. And I can sort of understand why because Severe his game was weird because on paper his numbers weren't really that bad but it just seemed like um you know he just didn't didn't really fit with whatever they was doing out and it maybe some of that might have been because Oscar Seaway might have been slowing the game down or whatever the case may be but um Cal was really struggling with that one and then finally he just had to go to Casey Wallace at point guard um which obviously Casey is a lot better than severe but yeah he definitely has his guys that you know he's trying to you know work them through it and i feel like edwards is just that one this year he's trying to get edwards to figure it out um and maybe he just sees some maybe he sees his real potential in practice and maybe that's why he's just not giving up on it um we'll see though ken said like the year he had andrew harrison uh playing over Tyler Eulis literally made zero sense. Man, you know what? That one, I think in hindsight, looks crazy. But I think at the time, it might not have felt that way to Cal because I'm going to make a little excuse for Cal right here. And I'm going to say Tyler Eulis as a sophomore was crazy. Like he went bananas. But as a freshman, he was good. But... Andrew had literally just took Calipari to the final four. And then Andrew ended up playing, you know, minutes for the Memphis Grizzlies in the playoff in the NBA. So even though his career didn't last very long, he still actually had more success after Kentucky than Tyler Eulis did. So I sort of can kind of see where he was fighting that one a little bit. But like I said, in hindsight, it looks crazy because of what, Tyler Eulis did his sophomore year like Tyler Eulis went to another level that you know he became the point guy so it looks wild now but I sort of give Cal a little bit of a pass for that Big Z definitely can lead Kentucky to a championship that's what I'm hoping that's what I'm hoping 
Yeah, uh, Ken said Jordan, uh, Big Z hit him with that Jordan shrug. He did. I peeped that, too. As soon as he did that, I was like, man, what's my guy doing? Uh, he, he couldn't believe it, man. Um, I couldn't believe it either, though. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought Big Z was going to hoop, but I just didn't think it was going to be like that. Like, he went crazy. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, – oh, my bad, Andrew, my bad. Uh, I meant to answer you. Uh, <laughs> I meant to answer you, but I got distracted. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Lexington, Kentucky, born and raised. Um, so, yeah, definitely uh, I'm true blue. And, uh, you know – I'm I'm loving it this year. Uh we had we had a couple we had a little bit of struggles the last couple of uh, seasons, but uh we back now. So um uh, yeah, man. Lexington born and bred. Yeah, yeah, uh, back to the uh the severe wheelers. Uh fans have been calling for him to be benched. Yeah, the fans was on Cal's you know, they was on his head about uh benching severe, man. It's almost like they like he didn't have a choice. Uh but he ended up, you know, it's it's hard at Kentucky, man, because you when you come to Kentucky and you feel like you one of those guys, you may think that um you're not playing and you should be playing. Um even like Bryce Hopkins, like Bryce Hopkins felt like he should have been playing and he ended up transferring, and then he had some success. Uh, so that probably made him feel even more like he should have been playing. But then you see what happened when he actually played against Kentucky. Uh, he didn't really, you know, he he didn't really look like he should have been starting at Kentucky when he actually played against Kentucky. Um, so, you know, it's just it's just it's just hard to. Uh, you know, it's it's probably hard to manage the roster like that sometimes when you got so many of these uh, heralded, you know, young guys and feel like you got to try to fit them all in. You got to try to keep them happy. But this, but this team, though, for some reason, they don't seem to have any – like, you know, last year they were saying all these things. The players wasn't getting along. They weren't hanging out with each other. Uh, they was all kind of going their separate ways after the game. Different thing, you know. We heard it all last year. Uh, crazy stuff. Um, but this year, they seem like they love each other. Uh, they seem like they like playing with each other. They like seeing each other shine. They don't seem to get jealous. Uh, you don't see like if if one of them's getting off, like like Big Z was was doing his thing tonight, and you know I felt like they was looking for him. Like they was when they was making moves, they was keeping you know being aware of where he was at. Like he's hot, we gotta feed him the ball. Like it wasn't nobody out there that I felt like was like, oh man, let me get the ball. He's shining too much, uh, and that's just how they've been playing all year. Like I said, they got twenty seven assists, um, so they definitely share the ball with each other. They they play for each other. That's what Calipari used to always say. I want you to play for each other. They seem to do that. I just need them to play for each other on defense a little better. Um, so that's definitely the, you know, the main thing that we got to deal with. Defense, 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 defense. Um, you know, like I said, they got six blocks. 
Uh, but I feel like we could get more out of it, out of this collective combination of our four big men. I don't really expect Trey Mitchell to block too many shots. Um, I just ex- expect him to play, you know, hard nosed defense and crash the glass. And um, but I do expect them other three to get after it. Uh, Anyenzo definitely gonna get after it. Um, like I said, the main problem with Anyenzo when I was watching him is that he just gets sealed off too much. Uh, so hopefully he's working on that because he definitely attacks the ball in the air. So, you know, hopefully him and Bradshaw is trying to trying to get a little better as far as that's concerned. Um, yeah, they don't guard the ball well. Um, they, they definitely... Uh, they struggle badly uh, staying in front of their man. And I don't know why, because they're quick, pretty athletic. Um, like, Reeves is tall. So, even even Shepard, Shepard is uh, deceptively athletic. He ain't slow. I mean, he's not as fast as the others, but he's not slow. Um so I don't really know why they struggle so much guarding the perimeter. It's it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Uh, but if they get if they get it together, Mar Roberts uh, Mar Roberts said perimeter defense and toughness will lead to a title run. You right, you right. They gotta they gotta, cause cause I think they will. Um, if they can stop people from getting to the basket, then sometimes the you know the big man getting sealed off and different things like that won't won't hurt them as much. Um, and I think they'll rebound better if they keep some of them guys you know out of the paint. So um, yeah, man, I like I like what I saw though from Big Z. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I love. Uh, I love the way he came in and sparked the team. Like, like I keep saying, I think that um, collectively they all just looked a little more comfortable, looked a little, a little more relaxed. Like they were just playing at a a natural pace. They weren't really forcing too much. Uh, I lo- I loved it. I loved what I seen. You know, we got uh. Wagner ended up with a nice double double. Like I said, a lot of players shined, and it was almost like quietly they just kind of did their thing, and it just got overshadowed because Big Z was hooping so much. Uh, DJ had eighteen and ten. He was eight for twelve from the floor. He was hooping. Uh, you know, Trey Mitchell had twenty three and five with four assists. And I, I always like that that Trey Mitchell ends up with assists because, you know, when when they run when they run the offense through Trey, he just seems like to always kind of be under control, and um, you know he gets the ball where it's supposed to go. So I, I always like that that Trey always throws his little assist in there here and there, um, and obviously you know Antonio Reeves was going crazy, fifty uh, percent from three. Seven for twelve, twenty-one points. But like I, I love when when Reeves gets his assist too because 
No, he really don't look for the the assist too much, or, or he doesn't play make. I'll say. Um, so I like to see him, you know, doing all of that. Now, what's crazy, what's mind blowing is Rob Dillingham didn't really necessarily play bad, but he didn't really give us anything today, and we still scored 105 points. Uh, this is was statistically the worst game that Rob played. Um, he only had two points, two assists, one rebound. He was one for six from the floor, missed all of his threes. Uh, so that's actually kind of encouraging that they can still drop 105 points without Rob giving you 10. Because um, we know what Rob going to do. Normally, Rob going to give you 14 to 15, maybe, you know. 16 to 20, whatever it is, the case may be, but Rob going to get you some buckets. And and I don't, you know, I just think tonight the game just flowed and it just wasn't his night. Like I said, he, he got six shots and he, he missed five. But it just, the, the rhythm of the game, it just didn't dictate for him to be in the right spots to get good shots. Um, but that's a great thing when they can win score 105 points without having one of their best scores really get off. And then, um, you know, obviously, like I said, Reed had a good game quietly, 12 points, five assists, uh, four for five from the floor and from three. So, you know, Big Z was doing his thing, man. He sparked him. He didn't really do much in the second half, but uh, he got busy in that first half. He came in and, and really turned up quick. Oakley said Reeves likes it when he can get uh, when he can quietly make an impact in the lane to the uh, baskets opening up. Yeah, yeah. Reeves was just uh, sliding in there, shooting in floaters like he does. Um, he has gotten a lot better at the floaters too because he missed a whole lot of them last year that I thought he should have been making. So he's he's tightened that up. Uh, like I said, I just I just want Reeves to just keep growing on the other end of the court and growing in his playmaking ability. Um, especially if he wants to play in the NBA, he's got to become a good defender because he could be a 3 and D guy, but he can't play defense for real. So if he can really get his defense to be solid enough to not get torched in the NBA, he could probably make a roster because if you're just talking about him just spotting up and shooting the ball, like he gonna do that at a professional level, I think. But he just gotta be able to be on the court. Rob Martin said DJ is as good as they got on defense. Yeah, he probably is the best perimeter defender, and he's not great. <laughs> he's just probably the best. Coach Ty said when they're on defense, a lot of them are at a position they're too far over on the help side are hugged up with their man that creates driving lane for the offense. Yeah, they get out of position a lot. Um, and that's why I know this might not make sense to a lot of people, but that's why I always tell people even playing zone can be difficult if you don't have the basketball IQ and don't understand the rotations and the positioning because like what Coach Ty is saying – you know, if if they don't know how to space the court correctly on defense, they are going to give up, you know, spacing and make it easier on the offense. And that's why, like I was talking earlier, the big men, they get sealed off. So when 
you know, the guard drives on the drives the lane. They can't even get on the other side to even contest at the rim. Um, so yeah, they they definitely uh, have a lot of breakdowns on defense. Um, it's it's it, it's killing them because they could be one of the best teams, hands down, in college if they would just learn how to space the court correctly on defense. Devontae said Reeves is always consistent. He's gonna get you points. Yeah, yeah. Reeves, that's one thing I know is he gonna get he gonna probably get you twenty. Um I figured he was gonna be the leading scorer on the team when he came back. Um so I definitely, you know, he gonna do his thing. Uh it's no surprise when I see Reeves score twenty points. You know, like I said, I just be impressed when I see him making plays for other people. That's what I like to see out of him. Martin said, DJ fights the whole game and uh he's not giving up and the others need that mindset. Yeah, yeah. They just they just gotta get more more uh tough uh tough minded, get more focused, get more locked in. They gotta be hungry, they gotta be uh competitors, super competitors. They just got to just feel like, like that's one thing. If you look back at some of the Kentucky teams that Cal had that really made noise, like even uh, John Wall's team, I know they didn't, they they probably disappointed some of us because we probably felt like they should have won the championship and especially the way they went out having such a bad shooting game. But if you look at that team, it was, it was full of super competitors. Uh, it was guys on that that team that felt like when they stepped out on the court, they were the best player on the court, or at least they was the best player at their position. So we need this, you know, this group of guys to develop that mentality as well. And um, they could definitely be a tough out for anybody in March. Coach Ty said, if one person moves in the zone, everybody else has to move as well as a unit. Yeah, yeah, they – it's really hard. Like, zone defense is not as easy as some people think. Uh, some people think it's just a lazy way to be like, if you can't play somebody man-to-man, just go to zone. Zone is kind of difficult, too, though. Um, it might actually be easier to play man as far as just understanding what to do. Um, but Kentucky's not doing it great either. So, who knows? Who really knows which one is, is, is more difficult? But I know Kentucky got to figure out something um they probably not going to go to zone like we already talked about the calipari don't change much he ain't with the pressing or the zone so they're gonna have to figure out these rotations in man to man Devontae said i'm ready for the tennessee and kentucky game february the third yeah i i definitely uh it's a couple i i think february is, is going to be a very telling month because i if i remember correctly when i looked at the schedule I think this was the month that was kind of worrying me the most, like, because I feel like we got a lot of tough games in February. So hopefully, um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we'll really know what type of team we got. And um, I can't wait, man. I'm, I'm excited. And I feel like uh, I feel like we're going to make some noise, though. I just I just really do. I feel like I feel like we're going to make some noise. I feel like we're going to figure it out on defense. Uh and um, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna make a deep run. I hope, anyways. Isn't it crazy that Reeves is the last guy in the mock draft? 
Yeah. Um, like I said, I think when they look at Reeves, they just look at his potential. First of all, they're looking at his age. Um, and they probably thinking some of the things that they would like for him to figure out. Maybe they feel like he should have already been done, polished some of that up. And they're looking at the young guys, and you're like, well, they might not can shoot as good as him right now, but eventually when they polish their games up, they might have a little bit higher ceiling than uh, Reeves. So I think that's that's what holding him back. Like I said, I think Reeves could find a place in the NBA if he can work on his defense. He could come off the bench, be a spot-up shooter, and play solid defense. You know, he could have a nice career because the NBA is set up for guys like that now. Like, you might not be a superstar, you know, but you can make a whole lot of money as a solid role player now. You could you could probably make $100 million in the NBA being a solid role player if you could just play some defense and hit open shots. Like, So there's opportunity for him even if he goes low in the draft. Um, he just might have to work a little harder because he might not get the same amount of guaranteed money and years on his contract as some of the other boys. So we'll see. Uh Robert Martin said this could be a title team, but not sure any of them can make a nice career in in the NBA. Uh, I think that I'm not sure that any of them can become superstars in the NBA. Maybe, maybe Big Z can after seeing him, though. <laughs> um, maybe not superstars. That's a tall order, uh, and sometimes things just have to fall in place for you to, for you to get the opportunity to even develop into a superstar. Um, got to go to the right team. You got to have the right coaching and the right development, and you, you obviously you have to have the game to back it up. So I'm not sure if I see any of that, but I see a few guys that I think could potentially become starters. Like I feel like. Justin Edwards, I'm not sure. Let's let's say Justin Edwards does reach his, his potential. He he finds his ceiling. I think he could be a starter in the NBA or maybe a solid off-the-bench guy. Reeves, I think, could be a solid off-the-bench guy. Mitchell, solid off-the-bench. Big Z, he could potentially be a superstar, but I think – he's at least going to be a solid starter. Rob, probably going to at least be a solid starter at some point. Onyenzo, not really for sure. Uh, probably a backup, depending on, you know, some certain – he got to polish up a little bit of his offense, but he could be a backup. DJ could – I could see DJ being a solid starter to a nice backup. Same with Reed. And Bradshaw's Bradshaw's kind of iffy because I feel like if Bradshaw gets some strength, I think Bradshaw could actually show, you know, he could be, I ain't going to say close to Big Z because I don't think he can handle the ball like Big Z, but he could be like a real nice stretch big man in the NBA. So I, I would definitely say starter level for him as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, um, they they might not they might not go on to be NBA greats, but they could make some history at Kentucky. They could hang number nine. But anyways, um, I think I've been on here uh, way longer than I anticipated. Um, 
but yeah man I, I was just excited big z doing his thing um so i can't wait to see how he bounces back for the next game but anyways as always guys feel free to keep commenting and let me know what you think about uh the game what what you think about this team going forward and uh you know we will get back at it as usual sports and discourse with Derek stevenson y'all have the rest of the uh, good rest of your weekend i'll holler at y'all